Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Copulators Die First. I'm co-host number one, Ash, and with me I have... Co-host number two, Nick. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Hi. That, that, that was new. A long time, yeah. We're like thing one and thing two now? Yeah, for today. <laughs> That's totally fine. Fine. Oh my goodness. But yeah, um, I feel like I've talked to you very little over the last week. I know. Um, we have a new hire and it's in there. Yeah, and you were on vacation and I was like, girl needs a vacation. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, I was in Chicago, in Chicago for three days. Mm-hmm. And that was nice. And then I came back and my wife had the flu. So I was basically like in quarantine for a week. Yeah. Um, but you, apparently you don't have the flu, so that's good. Correct. I did not contract the flu virus. That is that is good to hear. Did you have your flu shot this year? Is that why? No, I just didn't. Got lucky, I guess. You just have a really great immune system. Thank God. Someone I mean, has to. Yeah, that's what happens when you grow up in New Jersey and you play in dirt. You know what I mean? Oh, so. yeah. It's that all that, uh, you know, you know, pollution in the soil. Yeah. Made me healthy we, and strong. We basically got microwaved as babies. So. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> we have much to discuss. Um. I'm much very excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have a little gay meeting. However, um, this is a special episode because we have a guest. <laughs> so, um, pumpkins, please welcome Caleb from Horror Stew Podcast. Welcome Hello, everybody. I'm I'm Caleb. Hi, Caleb. <laughs> hey, Ash and Nick. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah, no problem. I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. We're talking about a very, very fun movie today. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen this movie in a really long time, and I, in my head, I had gotten this movie mixed up. A little bit, like in terms of storyline, with the first Puppet Master. I was just oh sure. <laughs> and then I watched this, and I was like, "Oh no, this is better than Puppet Master by far." So anyway, oh so much better. Yeah, we we're we're talking specifically about dolls from 1987. I really, yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen this too. I think the last time I saw this, my wife and I were still dating. So it's been about 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's been a while. Um, and uh, I just, uh, there's a few things about this movie that make me like it a lot better than Puppet Master. Mainly that the dolls are, they, they just go for it. They're not like, you know, they don't have special like Power Ranger moves, like making giant um, slug like, uh, you know, uh, what, what are those leeches come out of their mouths or like have a drill on the top of their head or things like that. They're just like the killer dolls. Um, yeah. There's, I think there's one really defining factor about this movie too. It was released in 1987, a year before child's play. And then puppet master was released 1989. So a year after child's play. Mm-hmm. So this was like, we're doing this because this was an original idea. And then everybody was like, oh, Child's Play did really well. Maybe like we should capitalize on the killer dolls thing. Um, have, have you guys seen M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit? 
Yeah. I know Nick has because Nick and I did it together. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. seen part of it. I haven't watched it all the way through. Okay, well, the old lady in the visit reminds me of uh, the old lady in Dolls. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, their quirky, weird old lady behavior. I, I mean, I get it, but I think I like the old lady in this movie better because oh, yeah. she's like more maternal. Um, she doesn't walk around the house naked. That's a plus. <laughs> That's definitely a plus, yeah. Um, Would have liked to see naked old ladies. I, well, then finish watching The Visit, because there's a lot of naked lady butt. It's a lot of naked lady butt. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's really something wrong with Grandma. And in fact, I think that was what we named that episode. Was there so something too. wrong with Grandma? Oh, I was going to so say good. that tagline. <laughs> They should have used that. I don't know what the tagline was, but definitely wasn't that. But um, something wrong with grandma. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and I really liked that the guy that played Ralph was basically like someone age progressed Sean Astin. Okay. All right. Um, Ralph. I don't think I know who we talk. Who is Sean Astin? Am I supposed Um, to know who that is? Yeah, he was uh. Frodo in Lord of the Rings. He was oh. um, the main protagonist in the Goonies. Gotcha. So it's if, just like a it's like a taller him. Yeah, like if you just, you just made him age twenty years in the eighties. And that too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. They do look very familiar. Yeah. Um, They're related. <laughs> probably twins. Yeah, like time travel twins. Twins. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I I like a lot of things about this movie, but I think the thing I like the most about this movie is Judy. Um, Judy's she, sassy as fuck. She's wonderful. She's like a little, like, angel revelation. Like, I, when I have a child, if my child were to be as sassy as Judy was, I would be like, go for it. Like, I won't, I can't, I can't even hate on you for it, you know? I'm not going to stifle uh, your uh, creativity. I, kinda, yeah. I think I have to bring you down a little bit. No. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. But Judy stopped acting after this movie, and I think it was because people kept scaring the shit out of her on set. Oh, I mean, no. that's possible. I mean, I knew that, that she stopped She stopped acting, and I did know that, but I didn't know why. I just figured she was like, this is my magnum opus. I'm done. I don't. Yeah, I don't know for sure, but I know I noticed that this was her last movie, and then I also read some stuff that, like, you know, that big bear in the beginning of the movie, yeah, like, in the forest, yeah, when that was coming after her, she it was scaring the shit out of her, and then then they, they like kind of made it worse because they kept making like weird whispering noises and like throwing things around and like just freaking her out, and she was just like, yeah, I'm not having a good time. Um. Yeah, I don't think I would have a good time either. I mean, child acting is—it's never great. It's hard. It's yeah. very hard. Um, and my other factoid that I thought was interesting was they were planning on making a sequel, and it was supposed yes. to basically be that Ralph marries Judy's mom in Boston, and then they're like a family, and it's wonderful and whatever. And then in the mail. Judy gets a package, and it's dolls of the 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 old guy and and the old woman. And then it's like, well, how did that happen? I'm glad you mentioned that because I wish that sequel happened. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Um, I'll just see that. Yeah, yeah, I also I also feel like the whole like 
dollification process, if you will. Um, it really wasn't fair to Judy's dad because, you know, everyone else just got to look like themselves in doll form, but he had to become the new Mr. Punch. Well, he was kind of like the worst out of all of them. I mean, he sucked. He was, you know. Um, he probably wasn't named Mr. Punch by accident, you know. Um, I thought that was pretty clever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, now, number one, he has to exist as a doll for, like, eternity, question mark, with Rosemary, who's a horrible human being. Um, and she's probably going to complain all the time about how he looks like that. So, personal hells, I suppose. Um, but yeah, this is this a is... fun little movie. You know, uh, Stuart Gordon directed this, and he also wrote the screenplay for and directed Reanimator from 1985. Awesome. That definitely makes sense as to why it was actually good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then we also, we haven't done Reanimator. We haven't, not yet. We've discussed it, and then we've like put it on the shelf to like think about later. Um. Uh, and a lot of people, when I put out that that question last week about what movie should we do, really want us to do Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> I love Cabin in the Woods, man. Uh, it, yeah, it's a it's a great movie. Um, I just like because like we knew a lot of horror podcasts that started at like around the same time as us that all did Cabin in the Woods like pretty early on. So yeah, I, I think, think we're that too. Yeah, yeah. we we were kind of like, we'll just let that one breathe. It'll be fine. But um, maybe the time has come, Ashley. Nicholas, we could do whatever you want. I don't I care. Mean, whatever. I'm always hungry for content. Right. I'm always hungry for that content. Um, and then the other the other fun little factoid about this movie is what's his name? Ed Naha. He wrote it. And then he also went on to write the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movies. Yes. Oh, interesting. I do um, love those films. They're so good. Yeah. I mean, so I would say he deserved praise for this movie, but then he made a career off of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So he's probably fine, you know? Um, do you know if he's going to be um, writing the series that they're pulling Rick Moranis out of retirement for? I didn't even know that was happening, but I, have I no just idea. found out about it this week, this and week I was very excited. You know what? I hear we we hear all of these things about series that are happening from like franchises from our youths and stuff. And part of me is excited when it's something that I really loved. But then like part of me is also like, do we have no original content anymore? Um and then I just feel like I sound like, uh, you know, a whiny little brat, but... No, I get it. Because, like, I know they're doing a remake of uh, Little Shop. What? Yeah, they yeah. they're making another remake of that. And, you know, they made a remake of Dolls, too. I actually watched um, a 2019 remake of Dolls right before we started this uh, episode. Yeah. Now. Caleb, I'm so glad you brought that up. Because well, I saw that on the Amazons. My wife and I were scrolling through last night. And I was like, is it a sequel? Is it a remake? Like, what... Is it it's, different? It's very slow and very boring. It's just, I don't know why it was made. Mm. See, I did see that, and I almost watched it by accident because it came up first. But <laughs> And then I was like, this is not that. But also, 
I just assumed that it was another movie that was named Dolls that was like nothing to do with it. But I suppose it could be a remake. It looks like I don't know if it's completely a remake, but it looks like it's it seems like it's inspired from it, at least. Yeah, but it's just it it doesn't hit the mark. It, even just from the first time you see the dolls, they just don't look they don't look as good. Yeah, I did. I watched the trailer and I was like, um, okay, this is, and then he's like writing a book and it's like a children's book or whatever. And I was like, who would write a child's book about killer, like dolls that come to life? Like, and that, that it's not a happy tale. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. Not even in 2020. So yeah, it's it's strange. Did you guys, you guys notice who the uh, old guy was like the doll grandpa guy? Gabriel. He was uh yeah, Gabriel. He was he's Guy Ralph or Guy Rolf. And uh he was Mr. Sardonicus, if you guys have ever uh seen that movie or heard of that. He was in like three puppet masters as well, but Mr. Sardonicus, that was from like nineteen sixty one, I believe. And he was he played this like guy. He was like this really rich guy and he invited some dude to his uh some doctor to his house and he was like, All right, I need you to fix me and he reveals his face and he has like this permanent smile on his face. If you looked up a picture, you'd be like, What the fuck? I've never seen it, but it sounds like something I would enjoy. It's really good. I got around to it finally like this year earlier. I found it on a like double DVD with something else. I don't know what else. I think it was another William Castle movie. And it's fucking awesome. And he is Mr. Sardonicus. And he looks so different in that movie. I would have never even known. Also, it's like 25 years earlier, too. Yeah, yeah. It's all, This guy's been acting for a while. Blew my right. mind. I was well, all about that ascot moment. Mm, but also, apparently, he had to dye his hair white for this movie, and he was really yes. pissed about it. Yeah, his hair was looking like yellow on the on the film. <laughs> well, you know, I, I suppose that is not a natural color for a graying man to have as a hair color, but it was also the 80s, so I don't know. I don't know in terms of, like, hair dye technology where we were. <laughs> um so anyway, um, dolls. We're talking about dolls. I think we've established that we're talking about dolls. Um, but yeah, so I, I just totally, as I said in a Instagram story this week, I just felt like Judy was a revelation of my life. Um, the way that she talked to Rosemary in the beginning, like children just know when people are evil. And um, and treat them as such. So Rosemary's fucking evil. Rosemary is a horrible human being. Um, but essentially, what is this movie about? We have a child named Judy, who is basically the full-time protagonist here, traveling in question mark England um, with her father and like soon to be stepmother like they're not married yet but apparently she's the sugar mama and she's complaining about how the father wanted to go on a trip to question mark england and why are they there um and out of nowhere a storm happens so they have to pull over and they're like what are we gonna do so you know just very uh as in horror movies how convenient that there is a cottage looking manor um not that far in the distance so they run there they break in which is you know whatever um 
Because, like, in reality, Rosemary would not have been jumping through a window in that far. But it's the movie had to progress, so it happened. And um, mm-hmm. and we find out that they have broken into the home of this... I would describe them as elderly but welcoming couple. And the guy is a puppet maker, question mark. Doll maker, question mark. Um, I have questions about that that we should address. But then they're like, sure, you could stay the night because of the storm. And then in the midst of them all getting to know each other, Ralph breaks into the kitchen door of the home, um, who is like a business guy from America somewhere. And these two like 80s punk rock girls who were just looking for a ride and they're just like you know what you can all stay the night we have plenty of rooms here don't worry about it but little do they know that there is something else going on here and that's where my questions begin is he is the guy actually a doll maker um because they hint at the fact that his wife is a witch maybe and then like yeah okay all right so she's she's a witch so then is he actually making dolls or is he just putting up so so there's dolls being made because like i I could easily also be just that it's a front for his wife making evil people into dolls um and he's like let me sell these dolls that i make um I think he's making dolls and then she's just turning them into doll people. Okay. Or, or, and then it's also a mix of actual people dolls. And and it's just the other dolls. And then it's like, because they never explain, like, is she putting souls into the dolls or the people turning into dolls? Either way, there's, like, gross zombie skeletons in all the dolls that are alive. So it's like, yeah, there's well, gross then- people that are in there. Um, you know what? You're right. Then, so then that means I I did have a note about that too, about like the intestines and the or like the living, breathing organs and all that on these dolls. So they were obviously real. You know, they had body fluids and everything, so they're real. I think they probably all were people, and uh, just acquired over time. Yeah, I think that's that's probably. Yeah. Um, it's also like convenient though, because like how many people actually come by your manor in the middle of nowhere, England, in a rainstorm? I think they're both witches, actually. Yeah, they gotta be. They're like, and they like they, they they're under that illusion that you know they're doing good for the world by making evil people into dolls. But then like there's a whole thing about how. Like, they don't make Ralph into a doll because he's still a child at heart. So does that mean they only think that people who are children at heart are good people? Because if we're going under that context, I don't think they would turn me into a doll. Um, But we don't know what their views on homosexuality are either. (laughs) I hope they're not homophobic. I don't think they discriminate. (laughs) I don't don't think they do either. But could you imagine if there was, like, some... (laughs) Yeah, there's like a clause, like no, you can't make two Ken dolls kiss. <laughs> no, it's not gonna happen. If um, your EPs touch, you can't. Yeah, do this. If, if you're like, if your weird doll mounds ever touch, you're out of here. <laughs> I mean, sure. are they are they like um anatomically correct, or do they just have Ken peepees? Well, like I guess we don't know, right? Because they never we never saw a naked doll. We just saw a lot of doll parts everywhere. 
Yeah, a lot of doll parts, but never any like doll like midsections, you know? Right. Just like legs and arms and stuff. Yeah. And like there wasn't many dolls like Mr. Punch. But then, like, obviously there's the creep factor of, like, a jester paper mache doll. Um, so someone was making a doll at some point, and then witches happened. So whatever. But, um, yeah. So basically the the moral of the story here is don't steal from old people if they let you stay in their house, which that totally valid um be a parent to your child and like maybe don't hit them because that's always a good idea as well um and i guess that's really the evil people in this movie are pretty straightforward i feel like that one uh hitchhiking punk child had like a redemption arc and then they still shot her anyway yeah, and then she got epically shot to death by dolls. <laughs> like a lot. Like not just once. Yeah. And and I remember I remember sitting here and being like, that's a really good use of like um of like the like the bloods, whatever they're called, squabs, squibs, whatever. I was like, this is pretty effective. This is pretty good. Um but she got shot like at least eight times. It had so, to have been more than that because weren't they doing like a twenty-one gun salute? Yeah, there was a lot of little, a lot of little men. But yeah, so they just they have a lot of enchanted um, toys that they do. Yeah, um, and right, so that is that is that is basically <laughs> dolls in a nutshell, though, like. Um, and, and then I do love how with the credits, it's like the new couple, like the new victims have shown up and they're, they're stuck there. And it's like, what's going to happen now? Um, it was perfectly set up for like a, a sequel. And I'm really disappointed there wasn't a direct sequel. It would have been good. I would have enjoyed it. I think there were a couple offshoots, like other weird doll movies, but nothing of like the direct like dolls license, I think. Mm-mm. No, yeah. it would have been really cool to have a sequel. We we did have a lot going on in this movie. Like the stepmom, she was an absolute bitch. Like throwing away this little girl's doll from the beginning, treating her terribly. The father wasn't any better because he was just allowing everything to happen. We had that doll turning into like a giant. That giant bear was a really good opening to this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yes, and then I was like, "What is happening? Are the are the woods magic?" Um, and then I was like, oh, it's just her child imagination, which, you know, um, I was just like, if, if I were to imagine my evil stepmother being killed by any manner in the world, I feel like it would have been more violent if I was her because she was not a nice person. No, not at all. Um, dad was not nice either. Do you remember when they got up to the house and he looked at the wife? She was talking. He was like, suppose you shut up. (laughs) Yeah, they didn't seem to be enjoying each other's company. Mm. Um, I wish we had gotten to meet Judy's mom because she seemed like an angel baby. Um, I mean, in comparison, sure. Exactly. In comparison, like anyone would be an angel baby. And like, you know, like there's there's Ralph and um uh 
he seems like a good guy. I love how there was like this whole arc in the story about like how is he a pedophile? Is he like a molester? And I was like, oh my god, there's a lot. There's a lot there. I don't. It was like weird though. It wasn't even like an arc of is he a pedophile. It was an arc of like everyone accusing him of being a pedophile. <laughs> he wasn't yeah. doing anything wrong. He was just like legitimately try, like legitimately trying to help this girl, and then he just got into a bunch of wacky antics, and was like, "Oh, you pervo!" Yeah, it was like it was like they took the '80s like a comedy of like some rando like, okay-looking dude being like, oh, what shenanigans are going to happen today? But then they put it in the context of, like, a very sexually charged horror film. Um, and and this is the soup we got out of that, you know? Um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was so weird. It was funny. <laughs> and it was like, if, if, they, if they actually thought he was a perv, it was, it was strange how little they reacted. <laughs> yeah, they were like, just they were, stay away from me. But like, also, you could have called the police. Um, yeah, but different times, I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Twas uh, the 80s. Twas the 80s. And I guess that right. constituted a little girl just going through obvious like abuse the entire time. Even, yeah. Like, and Judy yeah. was the piece of reason the whole movie. She was the only sane one there. Yes. And when she like when she recoiled because she thought her father was gonna hit her, I was like, "Oh no, this is not okay. Get this child out of the situation." Yeah, um, yeah. Like, who goes on vacation into like question mark England? Not, not me. Not I. Um, I certainly wouldn't take a small child there because it's like, what? Is, what is she gonna see? Um, marshlands. <laughs> Marshlands and like uh, doll murder, doll murder, basically. And what kind of dad threatens his daughter with like destroying her personal items? Yeah, he's mad. Like, what you need to go away, dude. He's just an asshole. He's like literally the worst person in this movie because he allows Rosemary to treat her that way because he's worried about the money. Yeah, I can't just like allow shit to happen just because they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, no, fuck, you're part of the problem. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of like me wanting to like just hug Judy a lot. That's what I wanted. And and like it was also a story of her spirit never being able to be dampened by the horrible gross humans around her. Um and you know, the metaphor of like childhood toys saving her from the world. In a way, I got real cerebral there. I'm just gonna. Oh no, that's really that's that's really good. That's better. I would have been like, well, you know, they're just really enjoying themselves on this uh, murder vacation. Murder vacation. There's definitely a movie called Murder Vacation somewhere. There's not. It's probably in a Walmart five dollar bin somewhere. Well, if there's not one, then we should make it because that sounds like fun. Caleb, you're on board. Let's write it. It'll be good. Yeah, no, yeah, let's do that. I, I'm always down to make a... As long as it's shitty, I don't want to make a good movie. I don't want to be attached oh, yeah, no. to a good movie. This, this, will be per, this will be purposefully, like, B-rate. It'll be fine. Okay, okay. Murder vacation. <laughs> we'll make it for under 50 bucks. Right. We'll use, like, we'll use painted cantaloupes as, like, people's heads that explode. 
I want to put a wig on a cantaloupe so bad. <laughs> that's, yeah, see, that's perfect. We're, we're getting, we're, I think we're getting somewhere. Yeah. What did you guys think uh, about the doll's teeth? Oh my god, I hate them. So, like, one of the reasons I, like, this movie freaks me the fuck out is because my mom has dolls from when she was a kid, like porcelain dolls, and they legit have teeth. Oh, I have dolls. With teeth? Oh, uh, I wonder, do any of my girls have teeth? Um... Uh, one of them has painted teeth. No, you know what? Where does she get dolls with teeth? I want dolls with teeth. Um, well, probably her 1960s childhood. Okay, take me there, and uh, I'm gonna get some of those. I'll just take you to my mom's basement in a not creepy way. <laughs> Here, <laughs> go at it. <laughs> here's here's my mom's basement. <laughs> here's my mom's basement. Let me take you here. Uh, oh yeah, I, I'm down. I'm down. It only sounds kind of shady. shady. Uh, yeah, but it, the shady things are fun. <laughs> but you know, I've I've been in your mom's basement, so there's just a lot of boxes down there. Yeah, there's a lot of boxes, some like some some, some random furniture, and dolls yeah. with teeth. And dolls yeah. with teeth. <laughs> I don't um, particularly care for them whatsoever. No, never. No. My 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 sister got a porcelain doll for Christmas one year. Like when she was a very small child, and now she's what, like twenty three. But she, it was from my grandmother, and she opened it up and she threw it across the room. Well, yeah, hugged oh, it. She was like, "This is not happening. This is not a part of my life. Goodbye." See, I went backwards when I was younger. It was like I couldn't even look at those things. It was like, "Yeah, no, keep that away from me." And now I'm like, "Oh, it's cute. Yeah, I need more of these. I need more with teeth. I need, I need them teeth, doll." Um, uh, <laughs> um, I was gonna. Oh, I loved the claymation. It was I loved so it so good. much. It was um, so good. I loved it. It was like especially eighties horror claymation. Yes. Yeah. And, and and I was reading something about how this movie wrapped like a year before another movie that this director made, but then that one came out a year before dolls because they had to go back and do all the effects for the dolls. And I was like, that was, that was definitely time well spent, especially. It was very well executed. Yeah. I love, I love the cowboy. Cause he's oh, so angry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the cowboy cutie looking guy. Yeah. I like him. He was like, I'm so pissed off. I'm going to lasso you. Like, don't even come for me. Um, yeah, and then like the the girl that was the one that was doing the actual stealing in the house, like she sucked. Yeah, she she sucked. <laughs> but then also, did the dolls put that doll face on her face? Like I don't understand. Like her transition into dolldom seemed more complicated and painful than the other three. Might have been. She Who was, knows? She was Maybe because she was the worst. Yeah, she was. She was the worst toward them. Like she threw them on the floor. That's rude. Yeah. I yeah. Think personal. I think it got personal. It definitely got. I mean, they basically gouged her eyeballs out. So. You know, I also think. Does anyone else think that Ralph was an asshole by the end of the movie? Because I don't um... approve of his decisions. Well, what decisions don't you approve of? He he stepped on the dolls. He just like destroyed. Oh, them. 
Yeah, no, I think he definitely let his temper get the best of him at one point. Well, like that, those were their their friends, and then Judy was all like, "Why are you doing this to my friend?" When they were retaliating, it's like, uh, because he just crushed a bunch of their fucking friends. Yeah, are no, that was kidding? definitely that was definitely called for. I will definitely. Um, I mean, Should've I think I think he kind of thought that he was protecting Judy, <laughs> but then also. Like, only Judy understood them truly, them being the dolls. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, apparently this movie is very deep. Um, much deeper than I realized until right now. But Oh, and also the dad said, don't punish daddy. Come on, give him a big wet one. Uh, oh. No. no. <laughs> I don't care for that. That's yucky. Yeah, he was, he was drinking that musty wine, and I was like, "Good, I hope that there's some type of like deadly bacteria in there." Like, yeah, so fuck um, I do love with Rosemary. Like, one of the only things that you can say about this movie, like being, uh, because this movie was very well made. The one thing that is pretty obvious, if you look for it, is when Rosemary is. Throwing herself out the window, basically. Um, the the window breaks a few seconds before she actually hits it. But that was obviously because it was a special effect. Um, but, like, I also don't know why she needed to be thrown out a window to begin with. Like, doing that, she was hurting herself more than if she just ran away from the dolls to begin with. So, I don't know. She's not smart. She wasn't smart. smart. For all the money she had, who knows how she made it, but it, she uh, was combo. She was just a gold digger, honestly. That was just I, her I, thing. I hate her I hate turban. There was yeah, there was a lot of turban yeah. action for her. A lot of it. Was um, that like an eighties fashion thing that I missed? Um, like honestly, it was it, it, it definitely was one of those things that like like high society women wear furs and satin and uh you know turbans that like don't actually have their hair in it, but it's just on their head with a brooch on the front. That was a very eighties thing. Yeah, for sure. Um it might have been looking back, um cultural appropriation in some matters of the word. Yes. Um, but it was the 80s, you know, like it was okay to cheat on your spouse and, and do cocaine, cocaine, you know? So who am I to judge? Because I mean, I was an infant in the late 80s, so it's not like I per- partake in any of this, but whatever. Um, I also, yeah, I don't think you were like doing cocaine and cheating on your spouse in the 80s. I've definitely not taken cocaine ever. <laughs> Um, but I definitely think I wasn't doing it as an infant. You know what I mean? It just seems uh, like irresponsible parenting on Camille's part. Yeah, no. It, it, Camille was a smoker. I still can't picture my mom being a smoker, but Camille no, was a smoker. Yeah, she was a smoker until the middle of my pregnancy. And then she was like, maybe I should stop. Um, and then she did, like, cold turkey, I think. Because when my mother does something, she just, like, does it. But then also she doesn't have the capacity to just, like, go to the grocery store at the same time, you know? Um, right. She's an enigma of a woman. You gotta you gotta pick and choose your battles, and Camille knows exactly how to. Yeah, 
Camille, Camille, Camille has lived a life. Uh, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> for, for Mother's Day, can we chip in and get her a fainting couch? Um, yes. I'm down with that. I feel like she just needs it. Yeah. Um, or maybe for Mother's Day, we can chip in and help my sister move out so that my mom can finally have her own place. So your mom can have some goddamn peace and quiet for Mother's Day like they always want? I mean, to be honest, my mother has structured her life so that she has peace and quiet as soon as she gets home from school, which is (laughs) totally fine. But, like, I do feel like my mother being in her... You know what? I'm not going to age her. Um, She deserves to have her own bedroom, you know, and not have to share one with my sister. So... Do they have bunk beds? No, they don't. They have two, like... (laughs) Sad full beds in a in a big bedroom. <laughs> it's like, it's like um, a free company, basically. Um, but yeah, so dolls was very enjoyable. Um, I'm still debating if I want to watch the 2019 one just so I can say I watched it. Um. But I'm also trying to watch Bones all the way through, and I'm only on season three, so I feel like my time might be better spent watching Bones. You know, who knows? I've never gotten into Bones. So, I love Bones. I watched the first, like, four seasons when I was studying for my board exam, and then I almost didn't pass my board's exam because of that, because I was watching too much of Bones. Um... But the the relationship between the doctor and the FBI agent, t- played by David Borniak, um, to me feels like a really good reflection of my relationship with my husband, where he's the emotional one that like can tap into people, and I'm like an analytical robot person that works in the sciences. Um, and we just we even each other out. So it, I just love Bones. It's it is a good show. Um, Bones is a good time. I like stopped watching probably before like the last two seasons. Maybe. Yeah. My, my my one complaint is there's way too many serial killers. They're right? like, like what are the odds? Yeah. yeah. They're. They're all they're constantly after serial killer all the time. And like serial killers are real, they happen, but there's definitely not like enough serial killers in Washington DC for there to be at least two or three on every season that they catch. That's um, a lot. It's a lot. And like it's usually really intelligent serial killers that mutilate bodies in specific ways because the show is called bones um so there's like there's a lot of cannibalism with serial killers there's a lot of like doctor serial killers like it's basically like like hyper intelligent serial serial killers killers. yeah and like and like maybe dexter is there kind of you know but they catch him instead of him being the protagonist of the entire show um i can't even talk about dexter i i I loved dexter i loved it up until like the last season oh you mean the finale (laughs) yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah um like hashtag spoiler alert but after his sister died i was like okay everything is going downhill now 
So I thought it was pretty that. good up until like the very end. The ending sucked, but I Dexter was fun all the way through. I've watched that series probably like fifteen different times. Yeah, I mean, I've def I've definitely watched like Dexter's on my list of things that I'll watch again. <laughs> Alias, Alias is always at the top of my list. Um, yes, I've never watched that. I Jennifer Garner shaped me as a homosexual in the early two thousands. I, I no, that makes first, sense. I, at first, I thought I loved her, and then I realized I wanted to be her. Is it because of your like wig reveals? That you yeah, want that, in life, but that's who she was for me. Like, I wanted to be a powerful, independent woman who was like comfortable in the middle of a Russian street doing a costume change, but also could be put together enough to be your guest at like, I don't know, an event at the White House. All all in one episode. All in one episode? All in one episode. Um, one fell swoop. She knew like 10 billion languages. I mean, she had to. She was just fine. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, I will say her parental problems were a little bit deeper than my own, but um, <laughs> I you could at least commiserate. I could commiserate with her, with her, with her dad situation, you know. Um, anyway, not to talk about Alias because this is not an Alias podcast. We're talking about dolls. So wait, this isn't an Alias podcast. Sorry, do you want to do sign you... off now? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> what did I sign up for? Um, So Nick and I typically have a hard rule about when we do fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> um, yeah. And we won't Uh-oh. do it for um movies that have kids in them. Um, yeah. But I feel like this one's okay because... Okay, like, good. leave the kid out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Usually, okay. like, usually we're just like, mm, there are too many kids in this, and I, like, I don't feel comfortable. Right. But there was only Judy, and Judy was a powerful force. Um, right. Judy's her own entity. We're not going to include her in Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay. I mean, I, I might. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But she, <laughs> she will not be my. She will not be my vote for fuck. I will tell you that. So it's fine. Right. Oh, she might kill her. This, this is getting interesting. I don't know. I guess tables we'll have see. turned. <laughs> tables. So who wants to go first? Ah, uh, Caleb, you should go first. It is. Uh, you are the guest. What are, what are my options? Fuck Mary Kill for anyone on the cast. Oh, I get to I put them in myself. Yeah, choose oh. them. Okay. Um. Huh. Well, I'm probably gonna kill Ralph because I'm kind of annoyed that he didn't die after destroying those dolls. Um. I am going. I'm gonna fuck that old man. <laughs> and then I'm gonna marry the old witch. She was I'm a, cool. I'm fuck that old man. <laughs> fuck that old man. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going for. That All was right. said with such confidence. I appreciate that. I I appreciate I appreciate your answers being so swift because Lord knows Ashley and I can take like a half an hour debating this. But anyway. <laughs> um interesting question. It's yeah. It's always it's always uh it's always a good out of the box thing for horror movies. It's a loaded potato of a question. To be honest. Definitely. We love a loaded potato. I do love a loaded potato. That is very true. So what right. do you guys uh 
fuck Mary kills. Who's going Nicholas? next? Um, or do you want me to go first? No, I mean I'm I'm prepared. Okay. So just because I love her so much as a human and I want to protect her, I am n- never mind. Because it would be illegal to marry Judy. All right. You know what? I am going to leave her out of this. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, I think I'm going to fuck Ralph because he has a derp face and I kind of think he's cute. Um, yeah, my husband is uh, nodding. Cool. All right. Yeah, I heard it here first, folks. I, I'm, 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 I'm weak for a derp. Like, Basically, the high school quarterback who gains 20 to 50 pounds and then you see him at your 10 year reunion and you're like, I would I don't hate it. That's my that's my current type. So anyway, like he's real doughy. Yeah. So I would probably fuck Ralph. Um, Not now, though. No offense to him, but he hasn't aged very well. And I know that that's conceited and gross, but whatever. So fuck Ralph. Oh, 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 this is the easy, easy question. I would 110% kill the father. Because I think we could have avoided Rosemary if the dad was already dead, because then he wouldn't have been dating her to begin with. Um, and in terms of marriage, I think I might marry the old guy, because he seems to have life figured out pretty well. That's a good choice. Yeah, it's yeah. A, I like both of them. They're both... I think they're both good candidates for uh, marriage. <laughs> okay. So, so actually, I, I am going to probably fuck one of those gross teenage uh, hitchhikers. Oh, I forgot that about them. Sense. That's fair. <laughs> um, either one plays into my fantasy. Um, yeah. I would. Uh, I would kill Judy's dad. And then I would marry Judy's mom. <laughs> really? I yeah. About him, but oh, but the one, the one in Boston you would yes. marry. Yes. Not Rosemary. No, 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 no. Her biological mom. So that way I could give Judy a good mom experience. Okay. See, that's, that's what I was trying to do, but I wouldn't marry her mom. And I couldn't marry her. So, yeah. All right. I think those are three different and very solid answers. I like them all. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is fuck Mary Kill. Moving along. Um, any other cool things? Yeah. I mean, I don't really feel like we need to talk about what's spooky bitch in this movie because we've been talking in, in good depth about the movie itself. So. The movie is what spooky bitch. However, I will say my favorite part of this movie is definitely the like 21 gun salute, like shooting of the British teenage girl in the hallway. Cause that, uh, that was deliciously funny and horrible at the same time. Um, I just really like the dolls in general. I just love everything about the dolls. I know I was all about that transformation uh, sequence of like her dad turning into punch. That was also good. Yeah, it was done really well, especially for like eighties animatronic kind of thing. Yeah, 
And it was just all, it was like, oh no, I killed your doll. What's she going to do now? And they're like, we're going to turn you into him, bitch. Bitch. Um, and Gabriel's like, I like his sassy new modern yeah. attire. I'm like, I like his little outfit. It's so, it's so chic. <laughs> so um, chic. Like he hadn't thought about making new outfits to like, like revamp his collection. No. Yeah. And then they were like, should we put the hat on him? No, it clashes. Yeah, you can't put a, put a pink and yellow hat on a brown and gold, gold suit. I mean, you could yeah. in the 80s. 80s. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we need to open the library because we've been reading the people that needed to be read this whole time. So that's fine. Um, I guess the only thing, the only question left to answer before we move on to ratings and stuff is how could this have been avoided? Um, and I feel like... That's a pretty easy, easy answer. answer. Um, specifically for Judy, she should have just stayed with her mom for the summer. Um, and I don't care enough about anybody else to really care because, like, they all got what they deserved. And I would like to believe that there's a magical elderly couple living in the England somewhere that. Um, is getting their own poetic justice on people that are evil in the world. That's fair. I'm glad it wasn't avoided, though. I think it all worked out well in the end. Also, like, I would totally... Like, if he opened a museum of his dolls, I would go. I would pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I would like to support his doll business. Yeah, in, in any capacity. Like, I don't know if I would want to buy one, but I, I would go view them. Because, <laughs> uh, like, if they all have little people inside of them, or they are all little people, um, I don't want, I like, I don't want Toy Story to happen, but, like, evil in my house at night. Like we we already have a paper mache puppet named Tinga in our house, and um, she's like she's lovely, but she's pretty horrifying to look at. Do you, do you think she's haunted? <laughs> I'm not sure, sure because we bought her at a flea market from a Russian puppeteer um, named Tinga. And this was the only puppet she had that she named after herself. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to take a picture of her and put her on the Put Instagram. her on the gram. Yep. Um, like she, she has a pearl necklace. She has, she has a shawl. She's wearing this like big pink gown. She has this bejeweled headpiece on. Um, but then her face is painted on and she's just... She's looking at you with some type of judgment. Um, so I don't need any more of that in my house is what I'm saying. I love being looked at with judgment. I'm, I'm okay. I've had enough of that in my life thus far. I'm, hashtag avoid it. Um, okay. So then, Ashley, should we rate this movie and then have a little game meeting? You got it. Caleb, as the guest, would you like to go first? One to five pumpkins. One to five. Um, I'm gonna give this a four. That's fair. 
Solid four. I, I really genuinely enjoy this movie. Uh, I think Nick asked me a while ago what I want to cover, and he was like, maybe like Puppet Master, and I was like, ah, Doll sounds better. Uh, Doll does sound better. Yeah, I really like this movie. I think uh, even on like Rotten Tomatoes, it gets like a 62 or like a 51. And then um, on IMDb, I think it has like around a five or a six. Mm-hmm. I think it should be higher. I think it's a really good movie. Yeah, no, I would I would agree with you. I think that it's one of those movies that like came out in that long stretch of the 80s where mm-hmm. mostly everything was garbage. Um and then there was just like some like little shining stars in there. And this is one of those. Um, I would also give this a four. I too will give this a four because yeah. it's just like classic 80s claymation. Like the storyline seems pretty solid. I mean, there are a couple holes, obviously, but I feel like those would have been solved with the sequel. Like, pretty nice and giving it, like, a nice roundabout, like, tied-up package. But for what it is, I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have I would have loved to see the sequel specifically with the concept that they had, because I would want to know how the couple got turned into dolls themselves. Um, it would have been a good time. It would have been wonderful. That is what I want to know. Like, when they die, are they just dolls? Yeah, like, is that what happened? And then, like... Did they train their living dolls to ship them to Boston? Um, did Judy ever go back to visit the couple and see her teddy bear? Like, these are all things that are left unanswered. Yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions, but uh, it's okay. It, it ended on a good note. Yeah. I feel, yeah, I feel like the content is good enough to make it something worthwhile. Yeah, because it doesn't need a sequel. Like it ended like open ended. Like you know, there could have been a sequel, but it. I think it had a fine ending. Yes, Un- unlike um, as of late, um, uh, what the hell is that show called on Netflix? Um, AJ and the Queen. Yes. Um, that that was a very bad. That I have gripes about that ending. Oh, fully. Because they. They left it open-ended, but, like, in a very pointed manner where it's, like, if there's not another season, then the show never really has any conclusion. No leg to stand on. No legs. It is a person with stubs. It is a paraplegic show, basically. Yes. Um, I was just, like, after I watched episode two... With like the Katya and Trixie moment, I mean Katya and Jinx moment, I was I was out. I didn't need anything, didn't anything else. else. Oh, we 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 watched the whole thing because we. I felt did like too. We needed to. I needed to, I needed a conclusion, conclusion that I never received. Yeah, we never got that conclusion. Um. Anyway, so that is dolls. Uh, overall, we rated it about twenty percent higher than most large platforms so as you said caleb 6.3 out of 10 on imdb 62 percent on rotten tomatoes only two out of four from roger and ebert but we know how that goes um and as usual we're usually more on par with those google users who say that 86 percent love this movie 
Um, 8600 has a 3.2 on a letterboxed. Looks like I rated this a long time ago, and I rated it three and a half stars, but I'm going to bump that up. That deserves four. It's, it's just, it's an enjoyable viewing experience. Um, I really, I, I can only hope that my child is half of the wondrous little girl that Judy is. Um, and that's all. That, that That's it. So little gay meeting time question mark ashley and recommendations you got it yeah so real quick last episode we talked about all of the reviews that we've had thus far um could anybody please rate us on itunes that would be great um we are just a little bit over a year into this thing and we have like 37 ratings i think it would be lovely if for my birthday which is march 29th we could get to like at least 45. oh congrats on uh doing this for a year now yeah yeah it doesn't it went by that first year went by so quick you know like all those all those sleepless nights the baby crying me telling ashley to go because it's her turn you know you know you know how it goes mm-hmm um yeah but so i don't know do we have any i feel like that we just like we haven't talked in so long ashley like there's just things floating around in my head like this little tidbit um i was going through a drive-through last week and the person in front of me was like screaming their order and they ordered at wendy's a burger like a single burger um they didn't want any vegetables but they wanted the tartar sauce from the fish sandwich on their burger sure and the drive-through attendant was judging this person so hard um that when they got to the window they ended up having a fight so so i got to witness on staten island um a cashier with really long acrylic nails scratch a soccer mom with glasses in the face because she felt really judged for her order of a burger with tartar sauce on it. That seems really felt, aggressive, especially for Wendy's. Yeah, I just felt like you would appreciate that. Um, You know, I've had tartar sauce on a burger and it's delicious, so I wouldn't judge her whatsoever. I mean, um, I, what, I, think I had about a similar it. experience at a Wendy's oh. recently where I was ordering food for two people because, uh-huh. hi, that's what I do. Correct. And the guy was like, is that, is that it? it? And I was like, no. <laughs> Did I say I was finished? And then I went off on like the other things that I was ordering and he's like, Oh wow, somebody is having a party tonight. And I was like, Yeah, leave me and my chicken nuggets alone. Um I don't yeah, need to be judged at a drive thru. It's not my jam. Yeah, you're in a drive thru at Wendy's. Like, think about where you're working, dude. Um That's the other thing. Like, how dare you judge me at the place that you are working? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Get that doesn't make together, much sense. Buddy. Yeah, stuff. Hey, America, you're obese. Stop fat shaming yourself. It's um, not like they don't know who their clientele is. <laughs> I guess that's our hot take for the week, huh? Um, 
I was going to say, don't judge me at a drive through. You will get a fight. Yeah, I was going to, I just had a thought in my head and now it is basically gone as usual. Was it about Uh, the guy at the grocery store last night when I was walking out of the grocery store, buttoning up my jacket and he goes, Hey, and I said, no. And he said, what? And I said, I know you're going to either ask me for money or something of the matter. And he goes, no, I'm just trying to see if you've been saved. Oh, my God. And I went, no, bud, I'm good. And then he stops and he looks at me and he goes, but are you? I mean, uh, I guess that's what you get for living in Ohio. That's what I get for looking gay as fuck in public. <laughs> in Ohio? <laughs> yeah. He was like an old ass man. And I was and like, I was, I'm just trying to go to the grocery store. store. Oh, man. Don't verbally assault me with your cheeses. <laughs> or, or your cheeses, either. Yeah. You don't. can assault me with your cheeses all you want. No, you don't want his cheese. It's fine. No, I want all the cheese. Um, okay, fine. If that's fine. No, no judgment. I don't remember what I was going to say, so it clearly wasn't that important. So, whatever. Um, I have no recommendations this week because I've had no time because I've been training this new hire and it's been a nightmare. Sorry about it. It's okay. I just want her to quit and make my life easier. Mm. I'm just hoping if I'm like passive aggressively mean enough, she'll hate me and quit. But, like, don't you not want her to quit because she's a new hire? No, I don't even care at this point. Oh, my. Like, I feel like our manager should have us sit in on interviews and judge whether or not it's worth our time to train that person. I mean, that 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 seems... Um, Especially uh, since my manager is not training her at all. Oh uh, Yeah, right. You had told me that it was, like, it became my job to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Recommendations for this week. Um, what have I been doing? Oh, oh, oh. Um, Arthur and I saw Birds of Prey on Valentine's Day. That was, was our that? little thing. Honestly, it was really freaking good. I wanted to see it, especially mm-hmm. because, like, I know opening weekend it didn't do so well. So right. it's probably on our agenda for, for later this week when we have time. Mm-hmm. And, and and we were like, we were sitting there, we're like, why hasn't this gotten more or better press? Because it was like genuinely very good. And then Arthur Googled it while we were driving. And the answer, just like anything else, um, is uh, men are not good. I was about to say, is it because the Hollywood foreign press hates women? Yeah, so basically, as usual, men can't handle any type of critique on themselves and their grossness and uh, don't believe that women should be powerful um, or or exist outside of their space and realm. So they just didn't like it because it was a movie about powerful females being powerful. I also really like you and McGregor. So even if none of those ladies were in it, I probably would have seen it anyway. Oh, girl. And his character is like such a homosexual, but like it's never really addressed. 
But you know he's a homo. Oh, he's a homo. And he's an eccentric, um, rich homosexual as well. Uh, those are my favorite kind. <laughs> yeah. And and he was an eccentric, rich, evil homosexual in Gotham City. So you know he was extra. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, he definitely has, like, gold-plated, like, penguins and stuff somewhere. You know? He had, yeah. He was, um, his wardrobe was... Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of envious of some of the pieces in his closet, but that's not the point. Um, uh, the point is, Birds of Prey was a really good movie, and people should see it if not just that they like DC characters, but like it was just really smart and really funny. And mm-hmm. like, if you're even an iota about like female empowerment or feminism, like it was just really freaking good, and there was a lot of good action. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. That, that that's one recommendation for the week um i came across a, a podcast that i never heard of um through a podcast that i listen to all the time um how did this get made i had no idea that there was a podcast called how did this get played about bad video games oh i'll have to listen to it um, it's like, honestly, I think it might be my new favorite podcast. The hosts are so freaking funny and they, it's, it's a, it's a queer woman and this guy who I think is straight, but they're, they're like comedy writers and they like live in that space in LA where like everybody knows everybody in the comedy business. Sure. Um, and they just talk about a really bad or poorly made video game and it's like really wonderful. Um, I'm like halfway through binging it and it's a wonderfully beautiful, good time. They already inspired me to buy one of the games though. It's called night trap. (gasps) Okay. Um, and it's from the eighties and I think it was on like Sega Saturn or something, but basically it's you living through a bad eighties horror movie. Oh, I would like that. Um, I think anybody who enjoys video games even a little bit and horror movies even just a little bit will find it fun. And it's currently $15 on the Nintendo Store on Switch. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, Caleb, anyway. do you have any recommendations? Yes, that was that's exactly what I was going to ask as well. Do you have any recommendations? You guys, so you just go, whatever movie you're watching lately, I'm... I'm guessing. Movies, podcasts, music, yeah. video games, whatever that is jogging your your brain and keeping you sane. Uh, lately, uh, podcast wise, I've just been listening to a lot of the Handsome Rambler, uh, Hannibal Burris podcast. I do like Hannibal Burris. He's a good guy. It's just it, it's a lot of fun. Just uh, fucking hilarious. Good to watch uh, uh, or listen to. Movie-wise, what did I watch lately? Uh, the only thing that's been racking my brain, per se, lately, I'm always watching movies, but Parasite has not left my mind since I watched it. I'm so glad you've seen it, because I haven't had the chance to sit down and, and watch it. Oh, I recommend it to anyone, anyone that enjoys movies, even in the slightest. It is. I was wondering why it was getting such good reviews. Like It was surpassing Scarface on like Letterboxd, like... It was like just right up there, like four point six, and I was like, "That's a really high rating." I wonder what this is, and I watched it. Oh my god, I put it on at like two in the morning, 
Uh-huh. And I could not stop watching it. I expected to fall asleep or something, and it kept me up. And then I went to work the next day, and immediately when I got home, I just watched it again because I could not get it out of my mind. Do you mind if I asked you where you watched it? Uh, I bought the Blu-ray. I oh, went- okay. I didn't know it was out already. Yeah, it came out, Um, I'd say, uh, two weeks ago now, maybe? Okay. A week and a half or two weeks ago? Good to know, because I know there's a theater close to me, like 35 minutes. Um, I have that AMC movie pass, so mm-hmm. it's like an AMC across town, and they're still playing it. You know what? I actually did see it in a theater uh, like last night when I was uh, in like the next city over from me, and I didn't realize it was still playing. I don't know if it's in every... You know what? Actually, yeah, it is, because I was looking at showings earlier. I still have it up. Yeah, yeah, it's playing in Harkins, like a theater like right by me. Yeah, I don't know why it's back in right now. I kind of want to go and see it in theaters now. Maybe it's because of the Oscar buzz. They just, like, put it in. You might be right. I kind of want to go see it in theaters now because I never had a chance to see it. I watched it at home. Why don't we go see it together? That's <laughs> perfect. Like, we'll just coordinate our movie times and we'll go see it. Okay, we'll figure this out. I, I mean, I'm so really into seeing it. Um, I'm looking at this... Uh, on, it's at Target. You can buy it at Target for 20 bucks. So that's cool. Yeah, it's out everywhere now, and I suggest anyone watches it. It's amazing. I would love to go see it, especially because um, kind of unrelated, but not really, but uh, it was on a list of, like, foreign horror movies you should check out in lieu of the horror buzz and the Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. And um, it was mentioned along with uh, Train to Busan, which is one of my favorite horror movies. It's a little different, though. I wouldn't even say Parasite's completely horror because it's it's very, very suspenseful and it definitely has horror aspects. But it's it's like it leans more on the thriller side because and I think not... it's one of the first times that like a thriller won an Oscar. You know what I mean? Like it's. Oh, yeah. And especially I'm... a foreign horror or foreign thriller. That's exactly. insane to me. I mean. Exactly. And some people were a little upset about that. I saw some people on Twitter like saying some shit about, oh, yeah, he only said part of his thank you in uh, English and then the rest in his language and I was like yeah that's because it's fucking language he can oh say whatever God. the fuck he wants he could tell me to go fuck off in his own language and I wouldn't even care. even care yeah exactly he doesn't have English is not like not everyone speaks it and I don't think a lot of people realize that um it's because you know America is very uh, ethnocentric for a melting pot country which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me but you know that's me on my soapbox yeah, it's fucking stupid. It pissed me off, but I, I'm so glad he won the Oscar for that. He deserved it. Me a lot of too. A lot of people were mad about that. Like they were like, "Oh, I saw someone like specifically on Twitter, the same one who was being fucking racist. He was saying something about how uh, Once Upon a Time Hollywood should have won." And I was like, "That was a really good movie, but if you really watch both of them, like even aside from the fact that you're being a dick, Parasite's still the better movie." I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but it's mostly because I've heard mixed reviews. And I heard it's really long. It's really long, but if you know about, like, the Charles Manson murders and whatnot, it's a really good movie. It's done really well. I mean, Quentin Tarantino never really disappoints, except for that one time with the fucking death car, death something. What was it? Oh, yeah, Death Race? No? Yeah, Death Race. Uh, No, 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 no. no. I always say Death Race 2. It's Death Proof. Death Proof. Death Race. Fuck Fuck that movie. Death Race is stupid, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Isn't that the Jason Statham one? Where it's kind of like Mad yes. Max, but not as good? Yeah, it's like, but just with like weird, obnoxious cars that are just like, okay, they're, literally, yeah. 
they're just killing each other like in a race like it, it's kind of like i remember one of them being like oh, okay i guess that's kind of interesting but it, like you think about the concept for a second you're like this is dumb it's not this, mad max this is really dumb do you guys know what that gretel and hansel is that's in theaters right now Nick saw oh, it. yeah i saw it how is that is it good um did you see the witch uh like yeah yeah um robber robber eagers Mm-hmm. So it's very much along the same visual lines of that. Okay, so it's like artistic. It's very artistic, um, except much like a lot of art pieces nowadays, there's like a 80s, like deep synth soundtrack. Okay. Um, but it's basically kind of like a retelling of Hansel and Gretel if there was characters outside of the witch and the two kids that nobody knew about and now there suddenly is this other character that actually kind of put all of the events into motion um and it's really it's like mostly about gretel's relationship with the world as like a blooming woman and like her discovering the power of being a woman in the world and also like she's a witch question mark um i don't think i will say anything more than that because then it'll give it away but like it's basically like children being eaten but the reason for it happening is a lot different than in like the grim fairy tale version um and it's just very stylized and it's very much like this was how life was in like 1800 something English countryside. Um, it's really pretty to watch, and the story isn't bad, it's just it leaves a lot of questions at the end. What would you rate it like out of five? Um, I, I would give it like a I would give it like a th- I want to say three, but I think I'll give it like a 2.75 because it's enjoyable to watch. But then it's kind of like, what did I just watch? I can get okay. down with that, though. I kind of want to watch it. It's it, it's piquing my interest, it's, especially just if you put it in the light of The Witch at all. That makes me want to see it. Yeah, no, like and The Witch, I really like, too. But it, like it, I think The Witch had like more of an ending than this one does. But oh, like, Robert it's very like you would enjoy it exactly if you liked the witch. Okay, yeah, Robert Eagers is fucking amazing. That man cannot do wrong. I haven't seen Lighthouse yet. yet. It's on my agenda. It's so good. It's so good. Like anyone that's worried about Robert Pattinson like not bringing it to the table for Batman is wrong. He's he's gonna do so good. I feel like he got a bad rap. I feel like it wasn't entirely fair to him. He did. It's just because of Twilight. And it's like, yeah, Twilight's bad. I love Twilight. I still do because of how bad it is and because it just holds a weird place in my heart. But it's it's bad. It's like the first one is a half a star movie. I won't deny that. But for the role that he was playing, he did perfectly fine in that role because those movies made so much money. Like so much money. Right. Yeah. And also, like, he's done so much since then. Yeah, he's such a good actor. Like, he he can do, like, pretty much any, like, serious role. R.I.P. Taylor Lautner's career, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, that guy looks like shit now. Oops. All right, Caleb, do you want to plug your show and your social media? 
Uh, yeah, sure. Um, again, I'm Caleb. I'm from a show called Horror Soup that I host with my best friend, Bree. Uh, we do horror movies and true crime weekly. And we mainly function on Instagram, and you can find us at Horror Soup Podcast. But we're also on YouTube and Facebook at Horror Soup Podcast. And if you want to email us and just, I don't know, tell us to fuck off or say, like, you kind of enjoy us, whatever, um, you can email us at horrorsoup at yahoo.com. And thank you guys for having me. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks for coming. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Welcome back anytime. And good movie choice. That's always a plus, too. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for accommodating to my uh, want to watch dolls. Oh, yeah. Well, like, Ash and I will be like, oh, you want to watch somebody's, like, shit burn in a bag for five minutes? We're cool with that. That's fine. We can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, don't don't say that, because I have a lot of, I could put you through some bad movies. I mean, we did bad movies for all of the holiday seasons, so, so I think um, we'll probably do again soon after Which we do some new ones. We didn't do this is our Valentine's Day late episode. We didn't do anything for Valentine's week because I was in Chicago. So I was like, I'm gonna take the week off. Oh, we should have done Valentine then. I haven't seen Valentine in ages. But next time. Next time you come on, we'll do Valentine for sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Um, as always, you can find us at Copulators Die First Pod on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter at CDF pod. Um, email us with your thoughts, concerns, uh, prayers, etc. at copulators die first podcast at gmail.com. Um, slide into our DMS and give us some suggestions. Um, we've definitely gotten the point that you want us to do cabin in the woods. So we'll do that in the near future. Thank you very much. Um, also, Ash, um, one of one of your Ohio homies, um, I'll just leave it at that. Um, one is one wants us to talk about Tusk. Uh, I hate Tusk, but we'll do it. I've still never seen it because I think, I'm, I think I'm not gonna like it. You won't. You won't. <laughs> Well, I guess we're also due for one of those movies where I just go on the complete tan like tantrum about not liking it. So, I mean, it can't beat me taking a shit all over Hellraiser, so it's fine. I don't know. You didn't. <laughs> the thing is, like, I I still I had my Hellraiser blinders on still. So to me, like, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> anyway. So we'll we'll pencil in Tusk and Cabin in the Woods for the next two features. Yeah. Um, and that is that. So. Um, hit us up on all the things. Hit up Hor- uh, blah, 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 blah. Horse Do Podcast on all the things. Um, as I said, my birthday is the end of March. I would love for my birthday present to have at least 45 reviews on Apple Podcasts because we're really almost there. Um, but only five stars, please, because I have a really weak um, <laughs> sense of self. Um, JK, Roland. I don't uh, think that's true. You do. Shut up. You don't know. <laughs> um, so at the end of every, every episode, episode, Caleb, we do this thing where we tell our pumpkins to keep on creeping on. So you want to sign off for us? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm Caleb, and I'm here with Copulators Die First. And uh, keep on creeping on, guys. Yay! And we'll Yay. see you next week. Yes, goodbye. Bye. Bye.